Hello everyone, welcome back to Rogue Opinions and today uh, we are trying something different today as we bring you the sitcom showdown. I am Scott McLeod and joining me today as we go through some of the best uh, American sitcoms that there is there's ever been. I'll start that again. Uh, Scott McLeod and to jo- joining me to go through some of the best American sitcoms that probably has ever been are two, let's call them experts, uh, Nathan and Jimmy. Hello there. Hey, 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 hey. Tournament time. Yep. Who doesn't love a good tournament? I'm Jimmy a fan ever, of a big tournament. Jimmy, you ever won anything in your life? You ever won a tournament? No, I'm not what people would classify as a winner. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, I've won a couple episodes of Kayfabe Court, and that was really nice. So, like, that's pretty much where I'm at. That's pretty uh, much where I'm at. Scott, you ever won anything? I have won uh, quizzes before. I won an Attitude Era quiz on a, on a different podcast. I, I seem so close to winning another quiz. It was a Royal Rumble quiz where basically low score each round got eliminated. And I got down to the final two. And I can compare my reaction to when I lost to being like when Monica and Rachel lose the apartment and friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> very topical. I once won a CD on a local radio station by calling in. <laughs> I was about 12. And the question was, what are they thinking of that's in their studio? And I phoned up, got live on air and said CD player. And I won. <laughs> what a what an anticlimactic answer. It's like you work <laughs> at a radio station. Of course you're thinking about a CD player. Hey, you don't even I... classify yourself as a winner. Oh, no, no, no. I classify myself as many things. Uh, most people wouldn't classify me as a winner. They don't look at this package, this whole face, <laughs> neck, chest, legs, arms, and whiteness, and go, that guy's really got his shit together. This is <laughs> this guy's really yeah. got got it going. That's true. You eat bread out the fridge. So. I do because bread is delicious. It is, but it should not be kept in the fridge. But that's not a discussion. Right hold now. on, hold on, hold on. I happen to live in an apartment with many people, and we go through a lot of bread, especially when I'm standing there eating it out of the fridge. I don't have time for it to defrost, you know, sitting in the fucking freezer. You put it in the refrigerator. It's like the it's like the midway point. Just put it in the cupboard. We only put it in the freezer as we live in a house with multiple people, and some and two people yeah. haven't bought bread, and we've got too much bread, and you put it in the freezer because you don't want one of the loaves to go out of date while you're still eating the other one. It's really a cost-saving measure to put it in the freezer but also why are you eating it out of the fridge why don't you just take the two bits of bread you want out of the fridge and then close the fridge or that's why that's why the planet's fucked at the moment jimmy well no because obviously <laughs> obviously i have all of the bread laid out onto all of the shelves in my refrigerator because there's no other food in there oh, so are you like buttering the bread as well i mean sometimes so you're taking a knife to the fridge, opening the fridge, opening the butter or the margarine, laying out the bread, spreading the butter on the bread, and then eating it without closing the fridge at any point. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that what everybody does? Sure. Sure. Excellent. I mean, Scott's from Glasgow, and he wouldn't even do that. <laughs> we all fucking Glasgow, mate, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I love how before I love how before we were Essex man. Don't fucking judge me. (laughs) (laughs) UK slams, what up? Whoa. Really hitting our niche audience with UK geography. (laughs) Fucking I should have voted yes, you bastard. (laughs) 
Oh, we'll save that for our tournament of UK towns, counties, and cities. Oh, that's going to be brutal. But, but, but today, today yeah. it's sitcoms. So, Jimmy is the American. Do you watch oh, a lot of sitcoms? Yeah, uh, I still watch them to, to this day, but I was pretty much raised on sitcoms. So, you know, back from the times of like Roseanne and Family Matters, Step by Step and Full House till now with, you know, the single camera aspect of the way sitcoms have evolved. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of sitcoms. Yeah, because being in the UK, I mean, Scott, we get a hell of a lot of like American imports when it comes yeah. to sitcoms. Like we do have our own, but generally... The most popular ones over yeah. here, I think, with the degree are always the American ones, aren't they? Yeah, basically. And we could have done like a one a tournament on UK like sitcoms, but obviously Jimmy wouldn't know what the fuck we're talking about, so we have to accommodate for the American. To be fair, oh, I don't, think, so. I don't not... think I'd know what you were talking about either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, cause I'd be sitting here talking about Still Game, which is probably the best sitcom Scotland's ever produced, but none, no one would know what the fuck I'm talking about because. Rahul asked me for asked people for dating advice in the group chat. I know he probably wouldn't like us to like us to mention this, but he asked for like a chat up line. I and I, listen. I put in I put in a line that was used in episode still game and he had no idea what I was talking about. Because like the main characters in still game are all old guys and they're trying to give dating advice to a young guy and they're trying to imagine what a young person would say and one of the lines that I put in the group chat was, I like the PlayStation. Do you like the PlayStation? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> ah, I wouldn't worry. Rahul's not going to listen to this anyway. So we can pretty much say what we want about him. <laughs> but, oh, but we got to set a bracket. We do. So, so we've got half an idea of one. Scott, you've got it in front of you. Do you want to read out what we've got on the bracket? And we will explain why some things are missing. Yes. I think the main reason something is missing is we we made the decision we can only have eight sitcoms and there's a lot of them out there. So our current bracket, do you want me to say like what matchups are going against what? Yeah, why not? Okay, on the left hand side of the brackets in the first quarter final match, we have perhaps the greatest sitcom ever produced. I have no bias whatsoever towards the show. It is Frasier. Going up against the show that Frasier spun off from, it's Cheers. Good wow. God. Good God, that's heavy wow. hitting from the start. That's that's the Kelsey Grammar matchup. <laughs> Good God. You can wow. never get too much you can never get too much of the gram. Fun story. Fun story about Kelsey Grammar. Something <laughs> came out recently on the Real Housewives of Los Angeles, and I don't watch the show, I just heard this reported. Um, that apparently uh Kelsey Grammer likes taking a little bit of a a little bit of a toy in the butt when uh, when he's banging. Who knew? Ah, Apparently, he likes to uh, he likes his ladies to get all strapped up and strapped on and bang him in the butt. That's a it's a thing. That's really going to impact my opinion of Frasier when we get to this rack. It's rap. really impacted my opinion of all of his work, to be honest oh. with you. So I know oh. every time I see Frasier on a date with someone, I'm just going to imagine I'm just imagining that now. You, God's sake, Jimmy, you ruined it. <laughs> Would you just put some lube on already? <laughs> <laughs> Niles, will you go get the loop? <laughs> oh no, not don't drag Niles into this. <laughs> What's match up to? The other match on the left hand side of the bracket is Friends going against a show which a lot of people would argue is very similar in format to Friends, which is How I Met Your Mother. Ooh, kind of original against 
kind of modern day replacement. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say modern day. Like I think the the first episode of How Many came out the year after the last episode of Friends. Ah, I'd call that modern. I just don't uh, want to feel old, Scott. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? On the other side of the bracket, we have the Big Bang Theory going up against Scrubs. Oh, Scrubs. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. And if, there's, if there's ever been a slam dunk where one of them is definitely going to win and the other one is definitely not, it's that match. Well, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. We'll see when we get there. And finally, what have we got, Scott? And the final quarterfinal match is two shows that feature a great character named Raymond, where we have Everybody Loves Raymond going up against Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine! I wonder who's winning that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, let's, Scott and Jimmy, let's get to this. Um, there's a lot of things missing mm-hmm. that I feel like the audience at large might get angry about. Uh, yeah. The Fresh Prince didn't make it um but i don't know is, is there an opportunity does anyone feel like the fresh prince of bella should replace something in the bracket the bracket's not so we've not started yet jimmy what do you think you're a fresh prince fan i do love the fresh prince of bel-air uh i really do but honestly what i think is really missing is another philly show it's always sunny in philadelphia oh i brought that up see i don't know i don't think Oh, I like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like I've not seen the last couple of seasons, but like I don't, I don't think it's a show that's for everyone. I don't think everyone can get into Always Sunny. It's they, not like, every person show. Yeah, it's like they can be like part of its charm. I think for those who do like it, is the fact that all the characters in it, I think we can all agree, are very horrible human beings. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, for sure. I'd, I'd like to hang out with them. They've got a rocket launcher. They'd probably make you the new Rickety Cricket. I saw a guy in the shops today, like near my house, that looks like Rickety Cricket. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm gonna pull the audience, ladies and gentlemen. By show of hands, are we surprised? <laughs> no, he lives in Glasgow. There Whoa. it is. You don't need to shout that out from you. Like, keep, he said, show of hands. Jimmy, you're 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 basically helping him now. You're encouraging him. Don't but yeah, because this is really funny. Like I live in New Jersey, so like I'm in like the American like Glasgow. Like we're a bunch of rough motherfuckers over here, and for the heat to get taken off of us for a little while, I think it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. So I'm just thinking, like, Jimmy's got this clarity until February, where I might be in New Jersey for a bit, and then once I have a frame of reference, you vote, this joke might change. I mean, oh no! This joke will change. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're describing Glasgow as being like New Jersey. I'm not sure who's being insulted more, New Jersey or Glasgow. Like, our immediate neighbors are the most insulted. New York is probably pretty pissed off. Yeah. I think it's like asking which identical twin is the stupidest. Like, they're identical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not at all insulting. You condescending prick. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why. That's not why we're here. Jimmy. Jimmy was making the case for Always Sunny. Like, so Jimmy, if you were to should Always Sunny, what would Always Sunny replace in the bracket? What don't you think is the American? What doesn't belong? How I Met Your Mother. Oh. I think the entire last half of that show, anything past season four, is kind of garbage. 
Hmm. Oh my god. That was a big... I was expecting Raymond. No, Everybody Loves Raymond is a fucking banger. Beginning to end. Amazing. Well, what do, do we need to have a play-in round? Do we need to have a qualifying round? How I Met Your Mother Against a West Sunny in Philadelphia? I mean, I mean, I'm tempted just to go against Jimmy's idea out of spite for helping, <laughs> encouraging you and your, your whoa, insults whoa. against Glasgow. Scott, we're answering real-world issues here. Can you please take your bias out? Like, this is real-world stuff. Yeah, this is I'm, a question that we have to answer and see, we've been given the responsibility. The weird thing about this is I'm not a very, usually a very patriotic person until I, <laughs> until I come onto this show, in which case I'm... I'm like fucking William Wallace at this point. Suddenly Scott is really pro-independence. <laughs> You're like, yeah, Nicholas Sturgeon's got a point. <laughs> what you can't see is I've painted half my, my face blue at the moment here. <laughs> I've never even worn a kilt, but I've somehow found one. Well, aren't they just supplied? Like, every time you move into a new flat, there's just like a brand new kilt like on the floor as you walk in. And they're like, ah, rent's due on the first. You're not helping your case here, Jimmy. I'm not looking to. I'm from New Jersey. We haven't helped our own case in 40 fucking years. Like, we we are... We had George Carlin and Bruce Springsteen. And one of them is dead, and one of their careers is dead. So... Exactly. So, you're fine, Scott. It's a safe... But the real question here is, how I met your mother and um, the other thing, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because I'm a big fan of both. I think they both. I think they they both have a definite argument for being in this bracket, um, which is weird because we started out with Fresh Prince and we've just kind of really discounted Fresh Prince. And I'm sorry to Will Smith, yeah. but Will Smith, go back through the archives. There's a whole podcast where myself and Ben talk about saving careers, and your career was one of them. So uh, go back, listen to that, and then kind of ring the cash register and take our advice. I mean, I I would definitely agree with Jimmy. Like. I remember I didn't watch, I watched the first couple of seasons after they came out, and then from then on I basically watched the whole rest of the series as it was happening. So I got really invested in it, and I was really invested in the ending, and then like the ending really let me down. But I think I'd say, like, if I was going to take anything out, I think I'm between Her Mate Mother and Big Bang Theory, because I think if you're going to take any of these shows out, it's going to be one of those two. <sighs> See, that's big, another... Big that's that's another one is that Big Bang Theory, the first like three, three to five seasons are really, really strong. But then the next seven are crap, like just crap. What I didn't like is like the whole thing of it. The thing that was good about Big Bang Theory is that it was coming out at around the time that all the geek stuff was starting to become cool because a lot of the movies and like the MCU stuff was coming out. And yet still like towards the end, they were still treating them like idiots because they like that stuff even though pretty much everybody everybody else did by that point because a lot of that stuff was already cool yeah that's a good point they did kind of well they they jumped on the geek chic sort of thing yeah it kind of happened when nerds had to kind of stop hiding hiding in the noise Mm -hmm. and everything like that i think the real the real way to answer this is um so you've got mac you've got sheldon cooper Mm mm-hmm and you've got Barney Stinson. They're all. They're all. Who's doing the job? It's a triple threat. Who's taking the fall? That's I mean, the way we're deciding this. And I then mean, that's who goes. I mean, have you seen Sheldon wrestle? There, there was that one game night episode, Big Bang Theory, where he got pinned by 
by Penny and like quicker time than Honky Tonk Man did against Ultimate Warrior back in '88. So we're saying Sheldon takes the four. Jimmy, what do you think? Yeah, I think out of the three, I mean, listen, Mac knows karate. Okay? Yeah, he does know karate. He's, he knows karate front in, front out. He watches nothing but Predator to like study the physique of Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, so he's got like a leg up. I think I think uh, Sheldon Cooper's got a gotta take the uh, the fall on this one. Well, that's two. It's two to one, so it doesn't even matter what I think. Big Bang Theory's gone, and always Sunny is joining the bracket. And plus, Mac knows how to cultivate mass. <laughs> he does he know does. how to cultivate mass. Well, there you go. So I'm just gonna cross that out. I'm gonna fill in. Cross that big bang, and in goes always sunny. So that'll be it. The bracket is set. So we're gonna take a break now, and when we come back, we're just gonna bloody get right into this. And it's sort of the drama has already kicked off, but um, Scott's gonna go and watch Braveheart. Jimmy's gonna go, and I don't know what people do in New Jersey. Probably smash a car window or something. And um, I'm just gonna sip on my drink, and we'll be back in a bit. My name is Nathan Greenaway, as usual, the host, and my contestant today, what's your name? Where do you come from? My name is Scott McLeod, and I'm from Boston. Always nice to have a Glaswegian in the house. So, you know the rules of Reddit or not, Scott, I'm presuming you've seen the show. Mm-hmm. Long time, long time listener, long time fan. Good, good, good stuff. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, so I'm going to present you two Reddit threads, but one is Reddit... And one is not. You just have to identify the one that is legitimately from Reddit. Are you ready? I am ready. So your first one up is R Dash Ghost Dog. <laughs> this is a Reddit thread about people that believe they're all being haunted by the same ghost of a Shih Tzu that is rumored to have died under mysterious circumstances in 1955. And people upload their evidence in pictorial form, some drawings, but they all discuss the circumstances that they see the ghost of this Shih Tzu. Or R-Chip-Chan. That's C-H-I-P-C-H-A-N. This is the story of a Korean woman who believes she has a computer chip implanted into her foot and is being stalked by the ghost of a police officer. She just tells her stories through this Reddit thread. Scott, would you like me to repeat either of those? No. Um, <coughs> sorry. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good, thanks. But I like there's a lot of ghost-related chat on this on Reddit. I'm not a main Reddit user myself, but so the first one you said it's all the same. It's the same dog that's haunting these people. Not a different dog. It is, it is under the belief that it's the same ghost of a Shih Tzu that died in 1955 under mysterious circumstances. Hmm. Now, it's one of the things, the internet is a weird place, and those these two are both probably weird enough to be true. But I think I'm going to go with the first one about the Shih Tzu. That's, I believe that's the one that's real. Okay, well, show me R-Ghost Dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, Scott. 
Oh. You are wrong. The correct answer was, of course, r-chipchan, a subreddit dedicated to discussion about Chipchan, the South Korean woman who believed she has a computer chip implanted into her foot and the ghost of a police officer is stalking her. Okay. Scott, thank you for being here. You're not allowed to come back because you lost. But maybe one day if we run out of guests, you can return. Thank you. I don't think I deserve to be back for a long time after that. Well, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in to Reddit or not. Welcome back to Sitcom Showdown, live from the beautiful city of Chip. Oh, wait, no, that's a different show. <laughs> Are we recorded in front of a live studio audience? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. Editing the live studio audience now for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so every so often, you just add like a. No, it's just going to be a lot of booing because during the break, um, while Scott was horrifically messing up Reddit or not, yeah, um, yeah you gave it a good go. But uh, we realised we we've missed a lot of good shows mm-hmm. that deserve mentioning. Um, the bracket is set though. So there's no there's no more qualifying rounds, but the office mm-hmm. we didn't even mention. I mean, like I said to you guys, like I could never get into it for a reason. I think that's probably why I I didn't really give Parks and Rec much a go because it just seemed to be like a similar format, like with the whole camera setup and like the, the documentary mockumentary style. Which is probably why, like I've seen clips of it. Like I love like all the Ron Swanson clips I've seen. Yeah, didn't make it the good place. Uh, hasn't made it either. So I think basically the silver lining is that there's going to have to be a sequel to this. Yeah, Ooh, the, the Sitcom Showdown 2. The si- yeah. Sitcom Showdown 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I'm all about man. it. Let's all do that joke. And um... <laughs> I mean, after, after my joke at the start of this, you, you should just like the start of the show for the intro, we should just put like that weird music, that generic rock music they, they used for the, like, the last series show. The, I'm burning, <laughs> Well, legend, legend, legend. Just doing the, the Benny Hill soundtrack at this point. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you, man. But no, the um, it's set. Tournament's begun. There's been the pre-tournament party. Everyone's ready. Everyone's hyped up. Kelsey Grammer's off his face at the bar. Uh, let's dive straight into uh, Scott. Where do you want to start? Should we save the Frasier one for the final match of this round? Because that's All got right. the most. That's got the most meat on the bone. Alrighty then, we've got our bracket set, we've got our eight shows, the studio audience seems ready. Jimmy, Nathan, are you ready? Uh, I was born ready. Damn, you took what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I was very <clears> tempted <throat> to do a Triple H. No, I said, are you? But let's go. Let's, let's be too late for that. I'm, I'm hyped. Alrighty then, first match in the tournament. First off. A match that really would have been a slam dunk if we had not made a change in the first half. As <laughs> standing in the red corner, Scrubs, and in the blue corner, it's always sunny and Philadelphia. Oh shit, oh, what have fuck. we done? Oh fuck. <laughs> oh my god. I love Scrubs. Banging. The intro song is amazing. I'm no Superman. Superman. And there's that scene where JD has a shower wallet. <laughs> it's shower, shower shorts. shorts. It's for the man who has nothing to hide, hide, but still wants to. 
Exactly, exactly. And he's got his per. He says that well, he's a hermit, so he doesn't mess up his hair when he's riding his scooter. Mm-hmm. And oh, and he, there's the janitor who was in that other film that, that they kept film. referencing. That the names the fugitive. the fugitive, yeah. And uh, Donald Faison's there, and he's, you know, he's there. <laughs> oh, it is such a good show, but always sunny. It's become a real cult classic. Yeah, I think based on uh, sheer like popularity and numbers, um, Scrubs definitely would take it. But I think on overall quality, the first eight seasons of Scrubs is like every episode, the whole thing beginning to end is perfect. Then they went and like shit the bed with that ninth season that we don't like to talk about. But for the purposes of this of this tournament, we have to be objective. We have to set things right down the middle. And for 13 seasons, going on 14 seasons, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been stellar pretty much the entire time. I can't even really think of a bad episode. Yeah, well, the thing I fire back, was that final season of Scrubs, was that not technically a spinoff? Are we including spin-offs with the main meat of the show? Well, it is season nine of Scrubs. Yeah, because that's one of the things I was going to say. Like, I was like originally the only thing that would probably hold me back from voting for Scrubs would be that final season because the the ending of eight season eight just seems so perfect, and then they just had to go do this. Yeah, they had that. They had that song, "The Book of Love," has music in it. And Dr. Cox came over for Christmas and everyone cried because the show was over. Yeah, I mean, Always Sunny is like one of only two shows we have in this tournament that's actually still going at the time of recording because a lot of these shows obviously wrapped up at various different times. But for me, like, I like Always Sunny, but for me, it's kind of more of a thing like not everybody uh, can go get into it. Like you said, it's more of a cult classic. So for me, like, I'm just throwing out there, my vote is for Scrubs. Oh, Scott's given up his power. <laughs> He's cast his vote. Jimmy, you still on the Always Sunny bandwagon? Yeah, you know what? Uh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm on the Always Sunny bandwagon because uh, I know that you're going to go with Scrubs, so it really doesn't matter. So I'm going to stand on my I'm going to stand on my pedestal here, and I'm going to I'm going to party with the Green Man. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there before before you vote. I'm gonna put this out there. Obviously, you got cricket in Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. You've got Todd in Scrubs. If Todd was to high five cricket, what do you think would happen? I think it would shatter his arm. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm gonna vote for Scrubs. All right. Then. <laughs> well, much like much like Ted on Scrubs. I always like to keep a, a a smiley face pin and a handgun. One is for when I get sad, and the other one's for when I get real sad. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I do have to admire you. went down swinging, you went down fighting with the ship, but... You, you can't argue with the high five. Well, unfortunately, after 2-1, to one, it's unanimous. Well, it's 2-1. to one, It's uh, a democracy. Mm-hmm, democracy, man. Scrubs is going through to the semi-finals. All right. And gentlemen, I'm afraid the tournament does not get any easier from here, because next up we have Everyone Loves Raymond against Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, Nine-Nine! Nine-Nine! Nine-Nine. So, where do we want to begin with this one? I mean, Everyone Loves Raymond is a classic, like, 
I said to Jimmy, like, and they're like, when we were messaging each other about the, the shows we were going to pick for this one, that so, so much of Marie, in a lot of ways, reminds me of my own mother. And, like, <laughs> in some ways, when you watch Marie, it actually be considered an insult, but it's not really just, nobody can help, can make you feel more guilt than your own mother. I always had, I, I had a lot of uncles that were like the dad mm-hmm. from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, where they were just like constantly a smart ass, constantly kind of just a pain in the ass to their wife. Like I, I just seeing a character like that on TV, Peter Boyle was probably the funniest man on TV for all nine of those seasons. Um, especially where he'd say things like, you know, Hey, that's your mother. You can't talk to her like that. And it's like, you just talk to her like that. And he goes, yeah, but she's not my mother. <laughs> And it's great. I mean, everybody loves Raymond. That show is built on uh, two pillars, really. It's the dad character and Robert are like really came out of there as like the fun, like the the tent poles of the show that made that show very very funny. But Brooklyn Nine Nine, that ensemble, like everybody has their moment to shine. And it's six seasons in now. I think they're at. Uh, it's going into seven this fall. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is probably the strongest uh, non-animated sitcom on TV right now, in my opinion. Yeah, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine had to be saved. Yeah, it's because NBC is a fucking... It, it, it's it's like, a, like a mountain of Nazis that, like... <laughs> Jesus. They're telling <laughs> It's just like a mountain of Nazis because they cancel a show... Like you could, they've canceled shows that are performing well because they didn't like them. Like they didn't like them. They 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 tried canceling uh, Community several times. They tried canceling. Uh, they they they've canceled so many shows out of the gate that their judgment gets called into question quite frequently. And um, Brooklyn Nine Nine was uh, I think it was produced on like the Fox lot anyway, so it just made more sense. I mean. Like Nathan, you say, like uh, Brooklyn Nine had to be saved, but the fact that it came back on a new network it was picked up by a network within a day of it being cancelled from its old network, just goes because of fan like backlash. It just goes to show the impact that it's having at the moment, how popular it has become. But Rain, everybody loves Raymond. Didn't have to be saved. It because never had to be, it never had to CBS, be saved CBS never cancels anything. Exhibit A, NCIS is on is on. Like that's not a sitcom. You can't bring that up. I'm bringing up. I'm bringing up the judgment of CBS here. Okay, CBS plays to the older demographic, and old people don't like change. So for (laughs) nine years, they didn't have to worry if whether or not Raymond was on because that's what old people called it, Raymond. And I love everybody loves Raymond, but I'm also kind of an old person at heart. Um, but Brooklyn Nine Nine is just fucking really funny. Hang on, what? Huh? You, can't say, you can't say CBS appeals to the old people and Raymond appeals to the old people. Call yourself an old person and then argue against Raymond. You're either old or you're not, Jimmy. You can do whatever he wants. It's his vote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah damn right. But damn still, right. Brooklyn Nine-Nine had to be saved. It had to be saved for it. You can, you can call everyone Nazis for trying to cancel it. That's the weakest argument on the internet. Everyone knows that. Once you bring up Hitler, you lose the argument. Those are the rules of the internet. And we are doing this over the internet. So where, where are these rules written, Nathan? On the Tell internet. Me of these rules. 
They're on the internet. But you can't have it both ways. You can't say that the internet is, like, discrediting and then go, well, the rules are on the internet. So, like... I I can do what I want. It's my vote. Son of a bitch! (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Raymond was solid throughout. He had his family around him. And isn't that just what you want from a sitcom? You just want a nice, loyal family around you to make you laugh for nine seasons of a successful sitcom. Doris Roberts is, is, is a treasure. Just incredible, incredible, incredible to work. And Ray, Ray Romano was there. And it was just a great, great show. Great message sense, sent to everyone, which is family means everything. And that's very important. That's real life stuff. And, you know, who wants to be a cop these days? Hold on one second. One well, second. Robert did and everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, first yeah, of all, these that. days. <laughs> first of all, that. Second the of show all, ended in 2005. It's 2019. I said these days. First of all, okay. Next up, Brooklyn Nine Nine is just um, just as much about family as any other sitcom on TV. And this, and it's 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 more even the family that you choose rather than the family you're born into. And that's something I relate to wholeheartedly. Brooklyn Nine Nine, all day, every day. Nine nine. Nine nine. So you voting for Brooklyn Nine Nine? All day, every day. So Scott, since this is becoming a fucking house of bullshit, let me tell you about um, family. Yeah. So let's see, <laughs> Jimmy, are you is that your official vote, Brooklyn Nine Nine? My official vote is for Brooklyn Nine Nine. The family you choose is more important than the family you're born into. Ethan, are you officially voting for Bailey Raymond? Is that your vote? No, I'm voting for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, for fuck! <laughs> Why the fuck do you argue for Of course I'm voting then? for Raymond. <laughs> yes, I'm voting for everybody who loves Raymond. Okay, so it comes down to me then. I, the power is in my hands. That's all you wanted. That's why you were trying to I, I'm like Vince on the simulcast. <laughs> the fate, the very fate of everybody loves Raymond is in my hands. And it's, and it's fucked because I'm voting for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're both great shows but Brooklyn Nine-Nine it's got so many like memorable moments, clips that I go back to and watch relentlessly, it's got Terry Crews and Yogurt and it's got that scene with the lineup where they all sing I want it that way oh yes just hate family oh can that please be the like the thing that we close on no. yes is the Every, the, the the whole thing from Brooklyn Nine-Nine where uh, just the, and the punchline is like number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh, and Andy Sandberg is like oh god I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean Nathan you got scrubs in the last round. You can't get always have it what you want every time. Fine. And we move on to the other side of the bracket and gentlemen clearly nobody told you this tournament was going to be this way because up next we have friends going up against How I Met Your Mother. Oh I see what he did there. Um, where to begin? Yeah, I mean, friends. It's friends it's... against another show about a group of friends. Uh, I'm going to go right out on the limb and say friends. I'm just making that my vote because How I Met Your Mother, the whole end of it, the whole last half, especially that horrendous final season. Bullshit. No, thank you. Bye-bye. I mean, I mean, has there ever been a sitcom that has been replayed as much even after it ended than Friends? 
Uh, possibly not, but I think it's a comfort thing. Seinfeld, maybe, but uh, yeah, Friends. Friends is definitely like a like a comfort place for sure. It's a safe place for a lot I of people. I think How I Met Your Mother's on the way there as well. Like that's replayed all the time. That's always on E4. Yeah, but they depending on what time of day they put it on, they edit it to fuck. Because remember the slap episode aired at like three in the afternoon on a weekday, and they kept cutting away from the slaps because. Yeah. Reasons. Yeah, but that's that's TV editing. That's nothing to do with the sitcom itself. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to. TV rules. I, I just wanted to vent on the shitty editing of E4. Also, they didn't record in front of a live studio audience, so all of those laughs that you hear throughout the entire run of How I Met Your Mother is all just added in. Um, well, and they had to film on location sometimes. Eh, not as much as you'd think. Uh, most of that show, I'm going to say eighty-five percent. Uh, no, but I listened to the entire run of the show with commentary on, so I know the story. And uh, how about your mother? Poopy. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, you've, you've cast your votes. This is down to me and Scott. I mean, the one thing her main mother has going for it is definitely Barney Stinson, Barney because Stinson. There, yeah. there have been very few like sitcom characters like Barney Stinson. Well, let's put it down to this. You've got the comedic character, the ladies' man of Barney Stinson. You've got the ladies' man and the comedic carrier of Joey Triviani. They're both in the same bar on a night out separately. Who pulls the most? Who gets the most tail? Joey Triviani. I think, I think You've Joey, your vote. I think Joey just has to like use the how you doing to just get the leads, whereas Barney always has to use some elaborate play from his playbook. But it works. It's like the one where he did the have you fallen from, have you just taken a fall? saying Angel falling out of heaven, and it worked even after a paramedic arrived. I think, Jan, uh, I think uh, Barney, if you'll get like comparison from Friends to, Mer- to Hermit and Mother, he's kind of a combination of actually of Chandler and Joey, in a way. He uses a lot of sarcasm. And, and, that, and that he's the funniest one, and he's also the one that nobody thought would get married, but ends up getting married. Because no, I remember the early scenes, Chandler was always joking about how he would die alone, and yet and Joey's always the ladies' man, yet it was Joey the one that wasn't married, and Chandler was married and had kids by the end. Yeah. Yeah, you are right. How I Met Your Mother is better. That's what you that, just said. How was that my point? <laughs> like, I heard what I said. I did not hear what <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't think Barney's probably better than Joey. Is Ted better than Ross? No. No. Ross is a paleontologist. That's pretty cool. Ted is what? Ted's what? An architect. An architect. Yeah, no one likes that. So for me, that's 1-1. I think Barney's better than Joey. All right. So then we got got Robin versus Phoebe. I don't know if that's... Yeah, I don't think that's a fair comparison at all. Isn't Robin more... um, Jennifer Aniston? Rachel. No. Well, we're just, we're just trying to match these, just trying to match these up as best we can. I don't think Robin's Phoebe. Yeah, to say, guys, like, to be honest, you look at both Robin and Lily. I hate both of them by the end because Robin seemed to be just looking for a reason not to marry Barney, even though Barney really cared <laughs> cared about her. And Lily just could not stop getting involved in other people's lives. So the more I think yeah. about how frustrated I was during that last season, I've swung my vote to friends. I don't know, because Lily was in American Pie. What is that? All right. does that American Pie sense? is a movie. Two of them were also in American Pie. Who's the other one? 
Uh, what's his face? Lily's husband. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Marshall? Jason Segel? Jason Siegel is... Siegel. He's not in American Pie from what I remember. No, Neil yeah. Patrick Harris is in it. He plays himself in American Reunion. Because one uh, of them goes on a dance show. Well, that's he? two, potentially three of them who are in American Pie. How many of friends are in American Pie? Well, neither of them, but I don't think many of these people in these, in the, many of them made best decisions post their shows. I mean, what has Ted done since How I Met Your Mother? A lot of indie movies. Yeah, a lot of indie movies. Don't you ever, you never watched an indie comedy recently? He's probably in it. More than likely. Josh Radner Pro- needs the money. Yeah, probably having brunch. That's all indie comedies are about. Apparently so. Do you not eat avocados? No, because I'm not a prick. Yeah. That and it's a fruit or a vegetable, one of them. And you're from Glasgow. So. Oh. <laughs> Again. I don't know. I just think more When did you of... like to eat an avocado? <laughs> Literally this morning. <laughs> well, because like, um... you, you are a prick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I still think more people from How I Met Your Mother were in American Pie films than Friends. How does that so, make it a better sitcom? Though? How does so, that make it a better sitcom? So I'm going for How I Met Your Mother. Well, I've already said that I was going for Friends, so it's two to one. Sorry, Nathan. Ah, oh, goddammit. Boom! Why am I even fucking here? Because the issue that uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother had is the title gave away how it was going to end, and they were building to this one thing. And they did well, it horribly. Friends gives away how it's all going to end. They're all fucking friends. Yeah, some of them are married and have kids together. Yeah, you didn't still, know that. Still friends. The, the title of the show is not some of these guys are going to get married and have kids by the end. No, this one was basically saying Ted by the end of the season is going to meet the mother of his children. He does, and then they kill her off. You can't have a go at titles referencing the plot of things. Yes, but you build up an expectation after nine seasons of waiting to meet the mother. You don't go see Howard train your dragon and go, well, we know he's going to train a fucking dragon, do you? No, but they handle it better because they've, they've released two movies since, so clearly they're doing something right. They, well, did they did something multiple very wrong. seasons of How I Met Your Mother. Because they were on CBS and CBS doesn't cancel anything. Stop We've bringing up networks, it's boring. We <laughs> <laughs> right. don't talk about friends moving from E4 to Comedy Central. We don't talk about actors being in other films. Right. You, you mentioned <laughs> enough, enough. We're moving on. We are moving on. <laughs> Cheers versus Fraser. The final match of the final round. Right. So, Nathan, guys, isn't it? Yeah. Nathan, so, let me no. ask you: Are you are you going to vote against Fraser? I would just think I'd rather go to a place where everybody knows my name. Because here's the thing: I've watched a lot of Cheers lately. And I think Cheers is pretty fucking spectacular because I don't know if you guys remember this or not. In season two, uh, fucking Ted Danson's character sets up uh, Diane. Sam sets up Diane with a serial killer. And it is played for laughs, especially when the serial killer like openly talks about how he's going to murder Diane. (laughs) And the show is fucking amazing. That is pretty funny. Um, so are you leaning towards Cheers? I've made my decision. Oh, my... you voted. Scott, which way are you leaning? I think it's obvious, man. I'm leaning towards Fraser. I've watched it countless times. It's one of the ones I could never get into Cheers the same way I go into Fraser. So I can rewatch episodes of Fraser much easier than I can rewatch episodes of Cheers. Because 
for one thing. I fucking hate Diane. Just, oh, she's the worst. Yes. And to be honest with you, from what I've heard, Chael Long isn't the best either, but that's neither here nor there. But just because Frazier, when you really look at the grand scheme of cheers, he didn't do a lot, especially when he first came in, because there's a period of like a season or so where he's just occasionally just there at the bar feeling sad because Diane dumped him when he really should be celebrating because he dodged, he dodged a bullet. And yeah. so he's the most minor elite character. He seems to be the most random one you can choose to have a spin-off of. And yet his spin-off lasted pretty much as long as Cheers did. And uh, it got so many nominations. And also David Hyde Pierce as Niles Crane is just spectacular. Because and I heard like the reason they, they cast him is because they looked at David Hyde Pierce and they thought he looked a bit like a young Kelsey Grammer, like how Kelsey Grammer looked when he first came into Cheers. So they thought like I could buy these guys being related. They are pretty good. And their dad did, did have a dog. That dog is adorable. If I, I want a Jack Russell just so I can call it Eddie. Like, Scott, is this is a female true. dog. And I don't care. Her name's Eddie. Oh, it's a female dog called Eddie. That's not 2019. Should we be assuming gender like that? I don't, I don't know. Is there a dog in Cheers at any point, Jimmy? Uh, I mean, I'm... Uh... I'm not remembering all 200 and some odd episodes of the show off the top of my head, but I'm sure a dog runs into the bar at one point. See, this is tough, because I do like Frasier, but I do want to go to a place where everybody knows my name. And they're always glad you came. They're always glad I'm there. That's true. But that does seem like promoting alcoholism. You don't want to go to a bar. You don't want to become an alcoholic. Go to Cafe Nervosa. Have a chill. Have a latte. Be relaxed. Go to the cafe. Where do you Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to a place where everyone knows your name and you can sit down and have a beer and talk with your friends, or do you want to sit down sober and talk to a like a fucking guy on the radio about your feelings? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I stand here before you, a man who is not from Boston, but loves himself a good hole in the wall dive bar. Okay. Frazier, the worst thing he could have done is move clear across the country, away from where people knew his name, away from his friends and family. That's Everybody, true. He did so, abandon. He abandoned all his friends. He, he did not. He abandoned them because he's he was depressed because his wife left him. Who was his wife? Lilith. Uh, they meet. And, they meet and cheers. I don't know. Kirsty Alley was in one of the Star Trek films. Christy Alley's an arsehole. Like, legitimately, she phoned the producers of Frasier and said she didn't believe in side character because she was a Scientologist, so don't, when you have people from Cheers come in, don't think of calling me to which the producer, the producer apparently said to her, we weren't going to ask you anyway. Oh, she's a Scientologist. <laughs> Jimmy, you've got, we've got a Scientologist on Cheers. Like, that kind of shows how diverse the bar is, though, that she was allowed in. Um, I'm gonna would have. Tom, to... Hang on, is he? Would Tom Cruise be allowed in that bar? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's Cheers. Everybody knows your name there. They're always glad that you showed up. I mean, I mean, he's quite sure they'd probably ask him for ID, but he'd probably get in. <laughs> there is he'd get in. That. Um, I think 
my final question really is to go to Scott. Was Woody Harrelson ever in an episode of Frasier? Yeah. There's an episode yeah, of yeah. Six of the one where Woody shows up. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to vote for Cheers. What? what? How, how does that swing the vote? Because he was in Cheers and they kind of allowed him into Frasier. And I just figure having more Woody Harrelson going forward is probably better. Are we fucking serious right now? <laughs> I knew I knew you'd be so pissed. <laughs> I just figure it really comes down to the only barometer I can find to separate these shows is Kirstie Alley was in one of the Star Trek films. That's how does point. that? You stop at talking about films people have appeared in. How does that affect the sitcom? Because I just see them all as being the same character. Peter is the same character in both shows. He is Razor. It's so needlessly contradictory. <laughs> but but here's, here's the other thing. They got they hired Woody Harrelson and they had the bulls to call him what? Woody. Woody. And that gets my vote. I do not believe what's fucking happening right now. Cheers. Also, also Frasier's just a spin-off of Cheers. So. It's fucking better than Cheers. It's one of the few spin-offs tea outshine the original and I'm standing by that it's one of the best sitcoms ever fucking produced and this is a this is bullshit right here it's, it's just like I don't know I don't know what to tell you man out in the first round bye bye Frasier I tell my friend I tell you I do a review Frasier as part of my podcast I tell my friend Paul that he's going to be He's going to be pissed. He's going to be yelling at me. Why did you not do a better job of defending Fraser? This is true. You didn't have a counter-argument for the amount of Woody Harrelson. I, you asked me You asked me clearly, how, how often it, did they ever allow him an episode of Fraser? And I said, yes, I didn't know that was going to be the deciding factor. I'm sorry. Don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> also, you made the bracket and you put the Fraser spin-off against the original because <laughs> I thought I, I still thought Frasier would win it's, I should have fucking a... pit against her I mean your mother would have went through easily pretty much pretty much but yeah I really thought I really thought Frasier would go to the finals to be honest with you just because Sam sets Diane up in season 2 with that fucking serial killer like there's so much weird shit that happens on Cheers it's impossible for me to vote against it Cheers is such a weird fucking show. Man, they called Woody Harrelson Woody. Yeah, because nope. Coach had to go and die. That's ballsy. They, they, they called Raymond, 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 like, how... Yeah, but you guys voted against it, I didn't. Yeah, but how is that your problem, or voting for shows? Does somebody get called by their real name, because you voted for it? I don't know. That was a different well, round. Everybody Loves Raymond uh, is based on the comedy of one Ray Romano, so it is all stories about his family. Yeah, and I voted for it. We'll move I'm, on. I'm just trying to be objective <laughs> here. I'm just trying to be objective here. On to the semifinals. Scott, what's the first semifinal? On the first semifinal match, we have Scrubs versus Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think a part of me has mentally checked out the tournament at this point because Fraser is no longer... But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to struggle with guys... Scrubs and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This is, uh, this uh, is hard. Medicine against police work. Uh, 
I don't think we've got any crossover in this one. Uh, I mean, let's look at the let's first off. Let's look at the main character. Let's look at JD. Okay. Uh, and let's look at Andy Samberg's character, who's named Jake Peralta. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is a hermit, and the other one's disgusting. Yeah, just an idiot. Really. Yeah, he's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but the he's both guys who look like idiots that somehow always manage to find a solution at the end. In fact, if it. Let's look at the sidekicks. Let's look at Boyle. And let's look at Turk. Oh, Turk beats Boyle easily because Boyle... They've got the eagle. They've got the eagle. Boyle nearly nearly turned me off. Boyle nearly made me stop watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine for a while. Oh, really? For a while, he just became a bit too, like... like, I get the whole he's obsessed with... Jake getting with Amy, but there was a point where it became a bit much. Where I thought, which nearly caused me like turn off like the show. He does love Rosa Diaz as well. Yeah, he like, did for a while, and then he moved one. on. And his son, his name is Nicolaj. Nicolaj. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> and then, how how can you deny the Beatsy Boys, or like? The uh, like any of the number of things that uh, like Boyle does that is constantly like in the way of his relationship with um, Melissa Flamero's character. Why Amy. am I blank? Amy. Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amy Santiago. Amy Santiago. Yes. The the way that he's like always there and then like every time Boyle like even thinks that that Amy might be pregnant. He just looks like the light of the world has just shined down on him. Joe Latrulio is a gift. If you want to compare characters, here's a difficult one for you. Dr. Cox, Raymond Holt. Dr. Cox. Every single day of the week. Dr. Cox. Yeah, Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox. It's regular strength ibuprofen. Just open their mouth and throw a handful in. And whatever sticks in, that's the right dosage. Yeah, there's that, but I think it's just how deadpan Ray is for a lot of his delivery. Like, do you ask him, would you ask the sky to stop being blue? Yes, I wish it were 10. <laughs> or the best light I use is so often whenever I win an argument. Vindication. <laughs> that's every time I win kayfabe court, I, I always say that. Yeah. And we kind of got the reverse. The earlier point, we saying Boyle, who was all over... Uh, Jake and Amy's relationship, but at the beginning of Scrubs, it's JD in the middle of Turk and Carla's relationship because Turk and Ka- Turk and JD are living in that same apartment. Mm-hmm. Then Carla moves in, so we caught it reversed there when the main character is interacting. It was right in the middle of the sidekicks. Yeah, but I don't think he got as involved as when uh, moved out as as Boyle did because he eventually like there were points where he stepped back like he said he moves out whereas Boyle's just constantly wow I don't know JD moved out and then no their JD relationship got began, out yeah and then their relationship began to break down so they had to ask JD to move back in so that he could fix the heating or the air conditioning whatever it was and then he ended up moving back in because Turk and Carla's relationship was failing and it's just I mean, all a big dilemma. I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine does have something we didn't mention before, one of the best reoccurring characters in the history of TV, and that's Doug Judy. Doug Judy? Oh, or the Vulture? Oh, Doug Judy. Forgot about Doug Judy. 
And um, another uh, guy who's up, another guy who's obsessed with Rosa. Well, everyone's just obsessed with Rosa. Mm-hmm. Remember when um, Stephanie Beatrix, the lady that plays Rosa, was in traffic in LA, and Lana was holding up traffic doing a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. <laughs> she Rosa just got out of the car to record her and be like, "I don't want to be in your photo shoot." Like, has, has there ever been somebody who's so, who's been more different from their character than than her? Because I've seen her in interviews and she's like the most smiley, like optimistic person. Yeah, she's yet really she's nice. She has no emotion as part of her character, and uh, and then she's so mean to everyone and she plays it so well. And she says that people come up to the street and ask them, ask her to be mean to them. I would. If I ever met her in public, I would just be, hey, listen, could you just be like super mean to me? For like but 20 then, minutes. Let's put these two. Let's get back to it. Doug Judy against Janitor. Ooh. Oh, Janitor. Janitor. I mean, Janitor. 100%. He's in more episodes. Okay, so he's more of a main character, whereas Doug Judy, like I say, is a reoccurring character. Yeah, but. Janitor against Doug Judy. I mean, or, or Todd again. Do we bring Todd back in? Todd wasn't in that many episodes. We've already used Todd. We should use someone yeah, else. He's, he's not out of the show. But yeah, I guess I can't use the high five argument we, again. I mean, like, got, Let's get we, Nurse Roberts. Let's get Nurse Roberts in there. Oh, well, Nurse, Nurse Roberts, Roberts against Gina. Oh, Gina's a. I hate Gina. Oh, Gina. Oh, fuck. Um. They both sit behind the desk. They're both the desk dwellers. Nurse Roberts doesn't really leave her desk. She gets is... sick that time, and everyone gets real sad. Gina got pregnant that time. And I was happy because you left for a while. I'm going to go Nurse Roberts. Yeah, sure. Nurse, Nurse Roberts. Say, here's, here's one for you. The interaction between Kelso and Dr. Cox because they hate each other. Or the interaction between Wunsch and Raymond. It's oh. Kelso and Cox every single day of the week. Yeah, yeah, Kelso and Cox. I mean, the Wunsch and uh, Raymond stuff is really, 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 really funny. But, like, the stuff where, like, Cox and Bob, like, they never give each other any quarter at all. It's funny when they play they play golf against each other and they invite JD that time right at the start to try and win him over. I remember I used one of the insults that uh, that Raymond used to watch as a comeback one time on a podcast. And the other person, luckily the other person I was doing to watch his Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so they immediately got the reference. <laughs> um... Fucking no, when Bob when Bob is just like Perry kiss my ass or like he's always just like who's got two thumbs and doesn't give a damn Bob Kelso <laughs> thought we met. <laughs> There's a classics. There's a classics you can't take away. Yeah, it Scrubs all day. I'm Definitely. just gonna say it Scrubs all day. I think I'm gonna have to write Scrubs as well. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, but Scrubs all day of the week. Okay, I don't think it really matters where where so I'm just gonna say Scrubs as well because. Scrubs got... unanimous. Okay then, so Scrubs. Scrubs is in the finals. Oh no, let's move back over to the other side. So, the other semi-final match is Friends against Cheers. I mean, Frasier is still technically in. I mean, sorry, Cheers. For a minute I thought I said Frasier instead of Cheers, but no, well, Frasier is technically in it. Yeah, he's, he's technically still here, so... Yeah, I think uh, part part of me out of spite is tended just to go for Friends because Cheers beat Fraser. Well, wouldn't you rather that Fraser lost to the winner? 
Not really, no. And then Frazier still wins. You can still tweet Kelsey Grammer and tell him he won. Because I'm sure that's what that'll bring up, is there? Yeah, he's not doing much these days. I think being a child of the 90s, I'm going to have to go with Friends. I go back and watch Friends more than I've ever gone back and watched Cheers, even though I have watched some Cheers recently. Um, yeah, Friends. All day. I get what you're saying. Cause like, for me, I said, whether it's a movie or a TV show, something that really like goes along with me is its rewatchability. Like even like if it's just something you can just watch in the background if you just want something on while you're doing other things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you wouldn't know, you like, rather go to a place where everybody knows your name? I'm here, aren't I? You guys know my name. And I'm not having that much. And I'm not having that much fun here either. <laughs> oh, don't be all salty because Fraser oh. lost in the opening round. I'm mainly I'm mainly talking about the fact that. Nathan's xenophobia, which is rampant. I'm gonna to have to report you to Human Resources at some point. Here, it's, it's fine. I'm right here. You can just tell me. <laughs> so Nathan, to your to friends. Um, you know, earlier in the tournament, I brought up the Woody Harrelson argument that they also named him Woody, and he was in more episodes of Cheers than he was at Frasier. I don't think Woody Harrison was ever in an episode of Friends. No, but Friends did have Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt, Robin Williams, and Billy Crystal randomly for one day, one like five minutes. Yeah, and they did have that episode with Hugh Laurie. He was oh, in yeah. an episode, and he's he's House, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty great, and also Tom Selleck. Oh yeah. Oh was... yeah. Yeah. And I think and I think we all like um, Tom Selleck. David. David Arquette as well. He appears in episodes. Oh God! Oh, oh Giovanni shit. Ribisi. Yeah. Paul yeah. Rudd. Yeah, these guys were all in Friends, which I, makes I me think it. Friends. Antisaria. Friends had to rely on cameos. No, oh, no, because no, people wanted to be in Friends because Rob Williams and Billy Crystal were on the same lot doing something, and they saw Friends and they asked to be in it, so they wrote that whole interaction that they have just so they could be on the show. Because they wanted to be on it. Mm, so they forced and their way in. Bruce Willis got uh, coaxed into being on the show during uh, uh, on the set of the uh, the whole nine yards, I think it was. And Matthew Perry beat him in a poker game. And so he had to come in and do that whole run as his character on Friends. The trouble is, we, we spoke about Bruce Willis beforehand about what a dick he is. I bet he was miserable. He made everyone miserable. But it was still a funny scene yeah, him himself up in the mirror. a funny episode. So I think I think I'm gonna have to go friends, yeah, because of that scene where he put the turkey on his head. <laughs> I think, and also Tom Selleck. Like I think the more we've been talking, I've more been convinced. But friends, and it's not just because I'm angry about Cheers, but like the more we talk about it, and I said the rewatchability is there more for me with friends than Cheers. Absolutely. So, so it's unanimous then. Friends, moving on, and that brings us to the final. The final we all saw coming. So, Jimmy, this is. Would you please introduce our main event, please? Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the main event of the evening. Thank you. Standing in the corner to my left, it went through How I Met Your Mother and Cheers to get here. 
with 10 seasons and about 50 million repeats on Comedy Central, it is friends. And do I already see my left or my right there? Left. Uh, left. And standing in the corner to my right, it beat out Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Always Sunny in Philadelphia to be, be here. And if it had stayed in, it would have probably by a landslide beating Big Bang Theory with eight seasons, because we don't talk about the last one, even though it may be just be a spin-off. It's Scrubs. Ooh. I think well, season I think season nine of Scrubs we should discount in the same way that we're not going to talk about Joey. Well that's more Well of a no, spin-off. Joey's a totally different show. Show was Scrubs interns. No, but it, it was, wasn't. It was though. called something different. It was, it was medical it was, school. Medical school's medical school. In that it? case, in that case, Frasier is a spin-off of Cheers. Yeah. We've well, we mentioned that. But this is a debate. We could they presented it like it was a, a follow-on series. Okay, let's, like let's, just, get down, let's just get down to Friends. Like they, they mentioned in Community that basically, when they returned for season five, they were doing a repilot, much like Scrubs did, and then the fact that uh, Zach Braff left anyway. Even though they brought him back for yeah, six funny. episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Donald Glover says after everything they did for him, and then he buggers off as well. Oh yeah, I love that Donald Glover scene where like it's like two episodes before he leaves, and he's just like, how how could he do that? Zach Braff turning his back on Scrubs. They did everything for him. <laughs> no, Zach Braff wants to go off and make indie movies now, and he's got a mustache. Does he? Zach Braff. Yeah, he does. Did... Sometimes he has a moustache. He did, um, was it Garden State? Yeah. Movie about go. my home state. Exactly. Zach he did Braff. it about your home state. My Zach boy. Braff did that. JD did that. He did that. Um, uh, yeah, these are two Goliaths. Uh, some great characters, some great storylines along the way. But Scrubs just has more going on. I also love about Scrubs is the constant shots that shows like Grey's Anatomy as well, like yeah. other medical shows. Yeah, it just it just does what it wants and. I mean, on all the legendary cameos of Friends, we forgot to mention the greatest of all, former WCW wrestler and UFC fighter Tank Abbott appears to beat the shit out of John Favreau. I. Don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> but it was in like WCW was trying to get into everything. So. Yeah, Vince Russo wanted Tank Abbott to be world champion. Yeah, so, and then he was on Friends. So what does that tell us? I think he would. I think he. I think he can be more. Proud who of else that. was on Friends? David Arquette, the worst WCW champion of all time. Oh, let's say. not. Yeah, I was going to say let's not forget Vince Russo. So dude. if we're making that, if we're making that connection, Tank Abbott. David Arquette, and who who killed the title, Vince Russo, but that, he did it by giving it to David Arquette, who was in Ready to Rumble, which is not a good film. Never seen it. What? It's a good film. It's phenomenal. John Cena's in it for a bit. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen clips of it because of like OSW did an episode on it. But like, I've never actually sat down and watched the film movie. But that's what those guys went on to do neil flynn the janitor was in the fugitive which is a good film no he was the fugitive is better than ready to rumble of course it is well there you go yeah so it scrubs it's like it's like comparing apples and broom 
like heads. Hey, you know what we should do? We've all have we all seen we've all seen all the friends, we've all seen all the scrubs, right? Yeah. Pretty okay. Much. So let's compare tropical holidays. <laughs> oh, okay. scrubs in season eight for sure. Yeah. J D and Turk they, they have those shells and they do the na 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 from that his, show that I've never seen. His high five. Yeah, Todd meets his high, high five master. Was the best high fiver in all the land. Yeah, and Bob Kelso sat at the bar just drinking drinks for like three Bahama days Mamas. That was it. Yeah, and everyone had a great time. And Zach, uh, JD, tried to talk to Elliot about getting married while she was taking a shit. And you, you can't talk to Elliot through the door. You're not. No, talking. no, you're not supposed to talk because she can't. She can't go if anyone's talking to her because she's got real nervous issues. And Monica just got those shells that fucked up. Also, you know uh, the scene in Friends where uh, I'll say during that uh, that holiday, Phoebe gets back together with Mike. Yeah, no one liked Mike. I like Mike, but, but the point is now they go home and it turns out Mike was actually going out with somebody else, and she finds Phoebe at the apartment. Well, that's not good. And it, and apparently it was her birthday. The actress that plays her also plays the woman Natalie that Ted dumps in season one, and then she kicks his ass. Uh, she's been in two friends style shows and she's been dumped on her birthday yet and once she got to kick the guy's ass for her I think it basically comes down to uh, for me I, I go through what I call friends fatigue after a while like I get like I, I get to a point where I'm like alright I get it you know oh Ch- uh, Chandler and Monica are going to get married and then this happens and then yeah, I, get, I get it I get it um, and Joey doesn't share food I get it I get it but I don't either Scott doesn't share food. That's good to know. Um, so I think, and Scrubs is just like powerful, and I, I can't hear that one Frey song without like picturing John C. McGinley with his hands on his head, flipping over tables and stuff. Yeah, and the shower shorts. Also, shower wallet. Yeah. Ow. I mean, like for me, like. They said, like, yeah, it can get boring, like, because shows like Friends are repeated all the time. But recently, I, I went through a thing where I kept, I started watching old, like, old episodes of Friends, like, the first couple of seasons again. But, like, for the first time in a while, I, I had no interest in going back and watching it because I was a bit burnt out with it. And then I suddenly got the desire to watch it, and I just couldn't stop watching it. Whereas, as much as I like Scrubs, I haven't actually watched it in a while, and I haven't felt the need to watch it in a while. Because you so, don't need to watch it. Every every single day of your life, not like I Friends. I don't hear, watch Friends every day of my life. Because Scrubs is something you sit there and you pay attention to because it deserves the attention. I mean, that's a good point. But for me, I think I might go with Friends. Ooh. I mean, although part of me thinks it's a bit predictable if we went through all this just to see Friends. It's the best sitcom. That's not. Well, is that's it the not... best sitcom? Then? Just being easy, being easy to watch. Being mindless to watch does not a good sitcom make. Like it's, Matthew Perry was in that one episode of Scrubs. Yeah, where he played that guy in the airline hangar or whatever. He was, his name was Murray, and he was annoyed at Dad for calling him an old man name. Yeah, exactly. So we've got a bit of overlap here, but I think Scrubs. You, you can just pick up any episode and watch it, but it's got more of a story that flows than Friends. I feel like Friends, you can obviously just flick on any episode and it doesn't really matter. Like, you might get the one where they're just throwing the ball around for hours. 
or you might get a one with a turkey on your head. It's kind of like it's, although it's very well written, it's not very complex because you're just jumping into at some point when Rachel and Ross were probably having a thing. I mean, the best thing comment you can give about about Scrubs is that made Tara Reid interesting because the one time she's shown the most like charisma in any of her role because she's not a good actress. But when she was playing like the girl who went out with, yeah, she was like Jordan's sister, wasn't she? And then she went away from Danny for a while. Oh, yeah. and to bring it full circle, she was in American Pie. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> Guys, what's what's the what's the verdict here? So um, I already I already said friends, but part of me is wanting next to switch back to Scrubs. I think I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go Scrubs. And I'm going to go Scrubs because, yes, Friends is more mindless to watch, but I prefer the story of Scrubs, and I find it funnier with the interaction between... Come on, Dr. Cox. Who wouldn't absolutely love to just go out for one night with Dr. Cox? Who wouldn't love to get a high-five of Todd? That would be amazing. Who wouldn't love to compliment Ted and just see him smile because you just complimented him. And who doesn't want to see Turk and JD running down a corridor screaming, Eagle! And plus, they had Johnny the tackling Alzheimer's patient. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> and, God, like, would you not just want to... I'd love to just meet Elliot, because mm-hmm. she's just so insane. But it'd just be amazing just to just to speak to her for a bit. Carla, I'd probably be pretty scared of. Nurse yeah. Roberts, I'd definitely be scared of. hundred. Jordan, I would 100% be terrified of. She is just Stephanie McMahon. But, uh, like, uh, look at the, look at the cast of characters you've got going on there. I mean, Dr. Cox once insinuated that Jordan's middle name was Godzilla. <laughs> she is a terrifying woman. But I think you've just got so much going on with those mainstay of characters, and that's outside of all the cameos. Like the episode with Dr. Cox thought his um, his friend died, but he was hallucinating. He was alive the entire time. Oh, God. That, that was is... an emotional damn episode. Oh, God, that got me. And I don't yeah. think Friends Brendan has Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser jumping in and just giving, giving us all the good feelings in that episode. Like Yeah, that was the Shower Shorts episode. I believe it is, yep. Yeah, and then he thought and Dr. Cox was basically like dreaming that his friend was still alive, but that Brendan Fraser would actually along with his career, it died. And, um, yeah, that was, a bit, that was a big episode. And so I'm going to have to go Scrubs, because I'm more connected to the characters, where for the Friends characters, although they're, they're all, they all have personalities, they're all kind of a bit bleh. So I'm going to go Scrubs. You know what? I think you may have convinced me to switch my vote, Nathan. Well, I actually made an argument. <laughs> Something I said made sense. Somewhere uh, in that rambling, I was able to find something that made sense. Well, then I guess it doesn't matter that uh, I was going to say Scrubs as well. Oh, I, I feel like you would. I'm all about Scrubs every day, all day. I've never gotten bored or tired of watching Scrubs. I can watch it front to back, back to forward. When I didn't have cable or internet, Scrubs, the first eight seasons, was... Like something I just kept watching back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, so yeah, Scrubs probably, you know, in my top three of sitcoms of all time. God damn, Scott, were you going to switch your vote? I already did. Oh my god! Wow. After all that, Scrubs wins 
I'm going to edit in some fanfare at this point. Ladies probably, and some, gen- probably some fireworks. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner um, of the first ever sitcom showdown, the undisputed best sitcom, according to us, here at Rogue Opinions, is Scrubs. And we'll be sending the cast just miniature versions of that, of the best in the world trophies, just as a symbol <laughs> of congratulations. They can hang on their mantelpieces, the truest accomplishment of their careers. This is the biggest moment in Scrubs history. Yep. Wow. Wow. Outside of that time that Turk got his surgery schedule switched with someone. Wow. How much do you think a Todd high five hurts? A lot. I mean, I mean it's it's enough to be uncomfortable for sure. I mean, what would be worse? A Walter chop or a I five oh, Todd? Walter chop. Just because of where you're getting hit. Mm-hmm. I think a Walter chop. They uploaded a compilation of his chops earlier. Mm-hmm. And man. Like they had the one on um was it David Starr? The first one. We end up with a giant bruise of a handprint across his chest. Mm-hmm. It's just brutal. I'm really happy that Scrubs won. Yeah, that was that was just right. I, I had a feeling when I was talking to you guys about it. I mean, you mentioned Scrubs. I figured Scrubs would get to the final. I just didn't know what show it would go up against. It was not the one I thought it would be, but that Frasier v Scrubs would have been a big debate. Yeah, I probably would have lost that as well. That you know, I would have been happier because it went further than the first round. Yeah, Frasier really fell apart. It really did. I had no idea what happened there. <laughs> just, a, just a lot of Woody Harrelson. I mean, I'm on the next KP court. I really need to step up my argument if this is an indication. <laughs> you see, just like season five, episode 17, I think, my best laid plans from Scrubs. <laughs> The best laid plans of men do get laughed at by God from time to time. Mate, it doesn't mean Frasier's not a bad show. It just means it's not as good as Cheers. Or Scrubs. Mostly Scrubs. I mean, I would be able to accept that if it lost to Scrubs, I think I would... I still would argue against it not being better than Cheers. Well, we've done that debate and I feel like it's official now. Uh, you can take your appeals up to the appeals level, um, and they will be processed in a timely manner. And we'll get back to you and let you know sometime within 14 to 21 years uh, about what your uh, what what the decision is. And maybe we'll come back here and argue that again. I mean, I know that'll be bad to you because we've got to deal with, like, Nathan is still waiting another 10 years for his appeal on the Sean Spears case. Oh, the evidence is mounting up, my friends. The evidence is mounting up. There's a lot of lot of shifty stuff in that guy's life. A lot of yeah. gears turning. Exactly. A lot of gears smashing against poor Cody Rhodes' head. Oh, the chair was gimmick. No, it wasn't, Sean. You fucking liar. He picked up... I'm making that allegation. He picked up the wrong chair on purpose. Because that man is a fraud. He's no Superman. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he may come after you with a chair, and if he does, then you know what hospital to go for treatment. Exactly. I will definitely go there, and I will specifically ask for JD to look after me, or Carla. She's a nurse. 
Um, but yes, Scrubs won. Sean Spears is a fraud. And um, Frazier's not as good as Cheers. I feel like that's what we learned today. We yeah. have learned a few things, yeah. We've learned a few things. Well, then this podcast was horrifically productive. <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know what you think of the tournaments. We'll obviously carry them on if with some different topics if people enjoy them. Uh, you can let us know at Rogue underscore opinion. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Uh, let the cast of Scrubs know that they won. And uh, Scott, where can people find you and what else have you got going on? Well, you can find me at Scott McLeod 1986 on Twitter. You can find my other podcast where we talk a lot about Fraser. Uh, Scott and Paul's Ram podcast at SP Rambling. And you can tune in next time when I inform Paul who I tell you he can like name exact episodes and quote shit word for word. And he will be very disappointed in me that I did not fight a harder case for Fraser. You can hear him really just really just call me out on that on our next episode probably. Wonderful. And Jimmy, where can people find you and what have you got going on? You got any shows coming up? Uh, the next show I got coming up is uh, September 21st. I uh, got a couple other things in the pipe that uh, have not been announced yet. So when I can announce them, I'll make sure to let you lovely people know first. Um, yeah, go back and listen to some of our other shows here on the feed. Uh, we got uh, Unforgiven 1999 review that Nathan joined us for. That was a lot of fun to watch, to, to listen to. Uh, except for the fact that we had to watch Unforgiven 1999. Um, <laughs> and I'm stealing that joke directly from Nathan because it's hilarious. Um, yes, but then you can find me over at uh, Mr. Riot on Twitter. That's M-R-R-I-0-T because Counter-Strike was a thing when I was a kid. And you can see me bitch about how WWE doesn't love Sami Zayn the way that I do. And no one ever will. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I got going on. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, check back for the feed, as you already said, uh, Doctor Who, or oh, Time and Relative Opinions in Space with Carl and uh, Sean is up at the minute. We've got loads of stuff coming up. We've got all the SummerSlam stuff and takeover reviews, and myself and Carl probably would have recorded by now the alleged punishment that was the Total Divas review that will be going up probably a day or so after this so look out for that but otherwise guys i think this went well apart from for scott (laughs) and scrubs is labeled in rogue opinions canon as the best american sitcom of all time wow we're no supermen bye now bye i can't do this all on my Superman I'm no Superman